Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Black and Save Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Kai Green, and... I'm back to Keisha. Hey, y'all. You all hey, know how I like to start this podcast off. But I am going to do something a little different real quick because the truth is we have been gone for a little while. There have been things going on in our lives, which we're going to catch you up on here shortly. And we just want you to know this is officially a new season, a new day, a new day. Okay. Fresh anointing. Fresh anointing. Hey, it's coming. Your way. Your way. Absolutely. That was, that was unrehearsed just so y'all know. (laughs) So the Lord is working on this podcast today. Are you really saved if you don't know those lyrics? (laughs) (laughs) So listen, you all know how I like to start this podcast off now that we're all caught up. Let me ask my beautiful world globe gallivanting, right? Uh, Friend with the beautiful hair. The hair looks lovely today, friend. Thank you. We're smiling ear to ear. It brings my soul so much joy to see you beaming. Friend. Joy. Yes. Friend, how are you doing? Yes. I am well. I'm well. Yeah. It's been a while. Is and total transparency is kind of my fault. <laughs> Not really. I mean, it was, you know, things beyond my control. I haven't had stable internet since yeah. November. It's <laughs> great. <laughs> I left Panama. <laughs> the internet just for me was just a hit or miss thing. Um, if was well, if y'all have ever seen them do them cartoons, you know they draw them out in a pad and they flip them through and it just be seeing the scene. I was trying to connect with Dr. Keisha and that's all I was getting. It's just like flipping cards. It was <laughs> just not happening. I mean, I was in Tanzania for three weeks in December. That was amazing. Uh-huh. I don't remember a few. I think we maybe we recorded this. No, we didn't, because I came back Christmas Eve, so we didn't record no. about that. You? Um, I was in Trinidad when we tried to record. Yep. Yes, yeah, so I was in Tanzania for three weeks, and I came home for Christmas and New Year's, and then I went to Trinidad, and the internet was just not internetting for me. Nah. Like, I was on Twitter calling out the internet company. They were telling <laughs> me to inbox them. My aunt is old school, so she wrote them a whole note, and she said, I'm going down there tomorrow. I'm going to drop this note off. Um, <laughs> she was upset. She was in her Bible study, and the thing was cut off. She she wrote them an epistle. She said, she look. Upset. She was upset. Uh, <laughs> she was well, like, you, ch- you could do whatever you want. I was like, I'm going to put it on Twitter, auntie. She's like, I, I don't know what you're talking about. I'm writing my note. Right. I pay my bill. She okay. said, I pay my bill. This is the funniest thing that she said. She said, I pay my bill and they keep telling me to reset the thing. I don't pay to reset. I pay for a service. <laughs> oh, uh, uh, oh, it was so listen. funny. Yeah. Yeah. She was, she was on TN. but yeah, I'm good. Um, been through several travels, happy to answer any questions about that. Um, and now I'm back in Brooklyn. I'm back at work. <clears throat> yes, I went to work for the first time last week in since August or July <laughs> or something like that. I don't know, y'all. I don't know. I've been gone. I know. Um, but that's uh, the question right there. Like, everybody's gonna want to know, like, girl, like, what, <laughs> what was going back to work after 
you know what we're going to use a pro- professional term a sabbatical or yeah i like yeah how, well is it the interesting thing about my sabbatical is that and a friend of mine asked me this when i was in Trinidad. i was like yeah you know i've been getting a lot of work done he's like have you have you really <laughs> like, um because what they call him my job is scholarship leave because you're supposed right. to be working on your research during that time and, and i've been working on projects i was writing um i've mainly been working on this one big project that i started in the summer but you know i set up my days where like i would work some days or i would work part of the day and other parts of the day i would just relax so i would go do something fun um i would have people visit me in some of the places where i was at so i would spend time with them yeah uh, when i was in trinidad i was spending time with my family so that was always fun and i was working on a project there as well so it was it's not that i stopped working it's that i stopped going physically to work and just like the routine of like regular meetings and things like that i wasn't a part of so going back it's funny um a friend so i moved as well so i'm in a new space and i literally got the space a couple of days before work started and what? i initially oh i got so much to tell you <laughs> But I initially wanted to get a space at least a week before so that I could be unpacked. Like right now, I'm surrounded by boxes. Uh, <laughs> actually, I've cleared out the living room. The kitchen is kind of put away. I'm going room by room and thing by day. Yeah, yeah. But um, I had my friend ask me, she said, well, what are you wearing to work tomorrow? <laughs> right. And I said, oh, remember this dress that we bought for this thing? Uh-huh. Um, and I never got to wear it. I'm wearing this dress to work. Oh. I said, because there was some emotions attached to the thing. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And so I was like, we're going to rewrite the narrative with Come this on. dress. Come on. Right? And also, my first day back at work was International Women's Day. Look, look, look. You are the author and finisher of your... Come on. You listen, know. listen. <laughs> So I also wore my, I have this jacket and I haven't posted up the pictures yet. Cause y'all I'm still posting stuff from Tanzania. I'm just, you know, um, but what I usually do on women's day, as you may or may not know, is I hang out with a bunch of women. I, uh-huh. I invite a bunch of women to meet me out, like at a restaurant or a bar or whatever. Um, they are food at the bar, y'all. Um, <laughs> and we just hang out. We yeah. just enjoy each other and we know that we're there to celebrate our woman yeah, yeah um so yeah my first day back i wore the dress i wore the jacket and um i met up with my girls at the end y'all like, that night okay <laughs> that's i met up with my girls at the end of the evening and i met up with other folks later later <laughs> later in the evening i was out a little bit late i was out late going back yeah. you know one of the things during my sabbatical, I was trying to get clarity on what I want to do with my time, how I want to spend my time. And one of the things that became very clear to me was that I enjoy my time in the classroom. Oh, okay. And the going back, I was, my class um, has um, 35 students registered for it, which is big, um, especially post-COVID. And I said, I'm going to only make 20 copies of the syllabi because it's 9.45 in the morning. This is also the earliest I've ever taught <laughs> in my whole career. 
Okay. Um, I'm like, it's not 45 in the morning. These students ain't really, when I tell you, yeah, there were only about two or three students absent on the first day. Wow. And the room that they gave us was too small. Wow. So it was frustrating because I've experienced this before and, and I had issues with that, but it was, it felt good to see that sure. many students and, you know, we've had two classes since and the numbers have been comparable. Wow. Wow. Um, and I'm just having a good time in, in the classroom with the, of course, I have a couple of challenges within that classroom, but, of course. you know, um, but that, that is probably what's giving me the most joy right now. Wow. Um, more than anything, like there are things that I've decided I'm no longer going to do at work and I've let folks know that and I'm going to sort through that. But being in the classroom, these pa this past week has been just like really great. Um, so yeah. I'm, I'm really, really, I'm really excited to say that I'm, I'm going to say these two things. Cause I'm like, I, I know we got other stuff, but if I don't say yeah. it, I'm going to forget. <laughs> I love how you went back and you kind of, um, let me see. Yeah. You, you recentered kind of like the process, right? Like, uh, you all have a professional term for it, which I missed. I said sabbatical, but I love how you said it. It's not that I stopped working. I just, I modified the way I work, the spaces in which I work. And, um, you know, this, we, we talk faith on this, you know, podcast. So I just want to throw a little snippet in here for people. Like, you know, you can do the same thing with your faith. You can do the same thing with your spiritual practices is that just because you change the spaces where you do it, the methods that you use to do it, it doesn't mean that you're not practicing your faith. And sometimes stepping away is just as Dr. Keisha said, it's a great way to to gain clarity or rediscover a passion, you know, that, that, you know, that sometimes get buried in the day-to-day -day crap that we have to deal with. So I'm super excited to hear you have this kind of, you know, rekindled joy, uh, with, with being in the classroom. Um, uh, I'm, I'm not going to go super spiritual and be like, look at God increasing your territory. Listen, I thought you was, let me tell you, those students had to go get um cheers from other classrooms. I oh. mean, it's it's an issue with the way they assigned this classroom to be, which I, I kind of lit into it. We had a department meeting and, and I, I said things uh -huh. and I'm aware that those folks must have been happy when I was on sabbatical. <laughs> Nobody says the things that I say, especially the way that I say it. Sir? And so Oh, oh, oh. Well, okay, but, watch this. okay. No, but they had to like go to other classrooms. Uh -huh. I mean, it's to the point, and it's it's not safe. It's not good that they're like on top of each other uh -huh. and almost spilling out into the hallway. So wow. yeah, if we want to be spiritual, you know, we want the blessings to come our way. That in in that manner. Come um, on, overflow, overflow, <laughs> overflow. <laughs> but speaking of overflow yeah y'all so you got those yeah so we've been going for a little bit i've been sitting on some big news for a little while because and you know trying to make sure that we're good we know what we're talking about and everything but uh yeah if you all follow instagram you may have seen an announcement on my page that me and my lovely wife are 
expecting our first child in August. Ooh, 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 ooh. I'm gonna, you know what? I'm Don't saying, anyway. daddy. Listen, to number one, <laughs> low key for over a year, I've, I've been somebody's daddy, but now oh, I'll be somebody's daddy. Oh, and I am excited. Dominique, I'm sorry. I don't know why he just did that. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I'm, I am I'm I am team fatherhood. Yeah. Uh super excited about it. Um the the next question that typically comes from people excuse me. The next question that typically comes from people is like, do you all know the gender? We do not. Uh, we could know if we wanted to. We've just been but kind of back and forth. Like, about whether you want to do it yeah. or not. Yeah. yeah. And you know what? I'm going to spill the beans. I'm saying we, I want to know. <laughs> I, I can see that. I can see. Listen, I want to know because I, again, I want to prepare mentally. You want to be prepared. Like, I just yeah. want to like do the things. Yeah. That's, that That is me. Uh, and my wife is like, kind of like, oh, I kind of want to know, but I kind of don't want to know. So yeah. You know, We'll see. Uh, we'll see how that goes. But yeah, I feel like she might change her mind and come over to your side as I, it gets closer. I think. I think so. She's a planner, right? Such a planner, and it, to me, I think she is. Um, and so it surprised me that, like, I thought for sure she was going to want to know. I might be the one kind of space, you yeah. know, going back and forth. But no, she's like, I don't. I don't know. So it's like, okay. Okay. But um, I congratulations. I mean, thank you. Yeah, I've been there, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> but we couldn't tell all y'all. No, yeah, no. no. Um, I'm so happy for y'all. I'm happy yeah. to see you. Just like going through these stages of life, heading into fatherhood, and I felt just so incredibly happy and blessed that you shared it with me when you did. Uh-huh. Um, it meant a lot to me. I was just like, making <laughs> a baby. I, you know, y'all, I'm not in that ministry. And when my friends, <laughs> when my friends become with child, um, or, you know, bring life into the world, I, I take it personally. Like it's yeah. a part of like, you know, my life now they're having a child. <laughs> yeah. Um, cause you know, I'm, I'm just so happy for y'all. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Yeah, we're again, we're we're pumped. Um, I have to talk to my mom. I need to see if I can share the video of us telling her. Um, okay. Oh like, my goodness. Because this is another cool thing. Because I, I mean, some some of you all may have picked up on these bits and pieces. So you know, so uh, fortunately, I lost my dad in twenty twenty. Thank you. Um. Uh, and uh, a big like him and my mom of just really been anticipating you know a, a grandchild and uh so this this is the first grandchild i was raised the only child but adopted do have some siblings out there but you know as far as like my upbringing and everything i was i was raised the only child so this is my parents um my mom's first uh yes i said first because we gonna you know try to you know Repeat. Yes, populate, uh, be fruitful, <laughs> be fruitful. multiply. Uh, but um, yeah, this is our first grandbaby, and so uh, we knew at Christmas time, but we flew up to Minnesota, spent that time with my wife's family, let them know uh, we came back. My mom's birthday is in February. She wasn't expecting to see us to February, 
But we snuck down in early January, just showed up in the middle of the night, literally, at, at our house, and we had a gift for her. And we bought a onesie that said, like, uh, Grandma's first grand- grandchild, something like oh. that, had it wrapped up and everything. So it was middle of the night. She's just, sh- like, confused. Like, why are we there? She's wrapping this gift, just kind of talking with us. And then when she opens it, she loses it. Uh, she looked at it, like, four or five times and kept looking at my wife going, Really? so we're again just super excited y'all um now does she want to be called grandma no so she she listened out this was months now i don't know you i've never met your mom i don't know her but just from stories i just i didn't i didn't think she would but tell me what what is it no no, i'm saying no she already she already picked her grandma name out like way in advance we don't understand it. She told us one day, okay, I decided. She's like, again, well before we ever knew we were having a kid, uh, I want to be called Nai-Nai. And we were okay. like, where did, wh-? she's right. like, I've heard, I've heard Nene and Nene and all this different stuff, but I want to be Nai-Nai. Like, I still, I don't get it. Like, I don't know where yeah. it comes from. So my nieces and nephews call my mom Nana. Yeah. And that's not a Trinidadian thing. <laughs> and so it's interesting. She she just was very clear when my first niece was born. And my, my oldest niece is 26. She was just really clear that she did not want to be called grandma. Yes. <laughs> she was just really clear about that. Like, she didn't have any suggestions. She just was really clear about that. And my first niece, she's very, she's always been very intuitive. Uh-huh. Um, She just started calling her Nana. Yeah. Nobody told her to. Interesting. Um, and um, yeah, they that's that's what's been her name that, for these yeah. twenty six years, and all these other grandkids later. <laughs> so we'll we will we will see if 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 our child comes out and takes on uh, some of my mannerisms and stubbornness. Yeah, she, they you know. <laughs> well, you or you could have. Um, my again, my niece is like me. Our baby pictures are identical. Uh-huh. Our personalities are similar. <laughs> um, and especially like when I was younger, I don't know if, if she's gonna evolve into my personality now. Uh-huh. And and her mannerisms. And then I have another nephew that has. I have two nephews that have the same mannerisms as one of my brothers, and that's not their father. Yeah, that's their uncle. <laughs> So, there's all kinds of things that can happen there. Print all these different permeations. Yeah, so we're, again, just excited. Um, Oh, man, that is so (laughs) amazing. It is. It is. And so, uh, yeah, so we've we've just received a lot of support and all that stuff. So, it's been fantastic. Uh, And... Monique's going to be so excited when she hears this. This... (laughs) I saw um, her, by the way, recently. Yes. Yeah, she, yeah, yeah. I, I told you offline. I went to church the other day. Yes. Big way. Man, I finish your story, though. No. So that's the big. That's the biggest thing. Of course, you all know I'm in school. I'm enjoying school, trying to finish this thing on up. Um, hopefully, hopefully it's looking like you got like another year. Yeah, some point in it, like by hold on, this is 2023. So I'm doing it yeah, so I'm looking at the fall of twenty four. 
So we'll now. Okay. You mentioned something about your sweatshirt. Is it related to any of those two stories? I can't remember if we. So, so no, end of the year we did go. My wife uh, surprised me. She took me to Toby's. Uh, Toby. Oh yeah, you did. You yeah, did. It, I think I mentioned it. Yeah, end of year concert. So. Or maybe you just told me. I don't know, y'all. I can't remember. But anyway, Toby was his name. Nguyenwe. I can never say it right. Uh, him and Fat, his wife, enjoy the. It was. We had a great time. So yeah. yeah. So wear my sweatshirt today for the moments. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Well, but, but friend, y'all. Dude. So we were talking as we always get chitty chatted before we get the camera rolling. Friend here, right there, y'all. <laughs> she went. She physically. Okay. Went I to physically church. went to church, and I I had to cackle because that's exactly as she mentions it to me. Like I physically went to church. I mean, I be you know, I do the church thing. What? What you call it? I attend virtually. Mm -hmm. Can I tell you something, friend? Quick, quick interruption. So I can see my iMessages come across on my phone. Y'all, uh, one thing I have learned about, you know, uh, folks carrying babies is they tend to sleep a lot. And my wife was uh, napping earlier, and I sent her a text a while back saying, hey, I'll be recording the podcast a little later today. And so now I just got a notification. It was like, light because baby girl just woke up for a quick second. She was sleeping. But then she texted, ooh, tell Keisha, I said, hey. <laughs> so, hey, girl, hey. Yeah, hey. <laughs> and I have something interesting for you to tell her. I'll tell you later. Remind me, please. It's nothing big. It's just gotcha. she. she probably going to get mad. But... Um... <laughs> Gotcha. Anyway, but yes, you, you went to physical you know. church, and like when I was in Trinidad, I went to church. Okay, like twice, I think. Oh, you need to. You should have recorded some of it. Oh, um, I want to. Like, I just want to. I don't know what it was like. Go ahead. You would know you, what? We're gonna have to travel. I want to go to Trinidadian church. You want to church? You could come to Brooklyn and go to Trinidadian church. Like, it, really? I, I mean, I grew up in a Caribbean church that was primarily Trinidadian, but I grew up in a church that was people from all the different, a lot of different islands. Big, the biggest islands were, um, in terms of numbers of people, were Trinidad, Grenada, and Saint Lucia. Okay. Um, there were there were Bayesian people, so people from Barbados. We need um people from Saint Vincent. People from a lot of the different islands, Dominica. Okay. Uh, which is not the Dominican Republic. Um, <laughs> we're also people from Jamaica, um, Guyana. Yeah, I grew up, that's the type of church I grew up in in New York City. And it's very Caribbean. It's very wow. different from American church. I know. That's what I want to go. Okay. I'm, that's on my bucket <laughs> See, list. You should come to Brooklyn. I drop you off on Blackfoot. No, no, no. You're but, going, uh, coming with. But then with Caribbean church, it'd be normal. Black, black American church belong to. No, I want to expose my child. We need a guide. Dad, <laughs> <Hey>, you're it. <laughs> well, so I, you know, um, how I went to church one. Uh, well, okay. So since the <laughs> pandemic started, <laughs> I wasn't physical. Well, the church was closed for the longest while, and then they reopened, and then like I wasn't going because like I didn't like the way it was reopened like it just what didn't feel safe 
Okay. Um, and then like I still also have issues. Like the whole reason for this podcast. <laughs> of course. You know, the whole intersectionality of being a black Christian in a multicultural denomination means a lot of different things. And so, you know, for the longest while I was just like, I was just gonna continue to worship virtually. And then when it was time for me to travel. I was like, okay, cool. I still don't have to make a decision about whether or not I'm going back to church. Right, right. I'm just, you know, I'm traveling, <laughs> you know, and I'd gone in, like in the early parts of the pandemic, I'd gone in to record stuff because we were asked to do that. Um, and then I think one time I went to, my, when did I go? I went to church one time. I think I surprised a friend of mine kept asking me because he's there every Sunday. He's like, you should come to church, come to church, come to church. Nothing. Uh-huh. So I, I showed up one Sunday. Um, and that was interesting because I was like one of very few people that were wearing masks. And it was still kind of pretty early in, yeah. you know. Um, and then there was a funeral that I went to in December. And then a couple of Sundays ago, I thought I had gotten an apartment. So y'all, I'm going to, I think I'm going to go in depth in this on my own podcast, which I'm, I should restart recording. But the process of trying to find an apartment in New York city is crazy. Like, and it's not like, like my credit score is good. My salary, I qualify for any place that I look at, I've qualified for. It's uh-huh. not been an issue, but it's just been like getting in contact with people, the spaces that people expect you to live in and what they want you to pay for it. And it's it just is a lot. So yeah. I thought I had found this apartment and oh my God, if you were there, you would have lost it. I thought I found this apartment. Uh-huh. It was a lot of space. Um, it's actually not too far from where I, where I ended up being. Uh-huh. Um, and so I went to, you know, sign the lease, give the landlord the check, pay the realtor. Cause in New York, you have to pay your landlord your first and last month. Almost. And then you have to pay the realtor either 15% of the rent of the year. <laughs> what? Rent, of the year? Or, or um, a month's rent is usually what the going rate is. Right? Uh, <laughs> Money changers. Yeah. 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 So gave that man his money in cash, the realtor. Gave that lady her check, had the keys in my head. She had some furniture in the place that were just like huge. And if you ask my friend, she's also going to say the furniture was ugly. This one friend of mine went with me to help me figure some stuff out. Uh-huh. And so um, I was like, I don't need this. And she's like, well, it has to stay in the apartment. I'm like, well, I want my own furniture. Like, I don't need this wardrobe and dresser. Like... And then she was like insisting that it stayed in the apartment. And so then I was like, well, can I move it to another room? Because I don't want this in my bedroom. It just feels but like I like a really nice, relaxing bedroom. I don't like a whole lot of stuff in there. Uh-huh. So I don't want like this giant wardrobe like looming over me with the big <laughs> old thinking, mirror. I'm thinking the line of the witch in the wardrobe. Listen. And I just see you going in and going, <laughs> Black Nardia. And then like this giant dresser and like my bed would have been like a weird angle. Like it just was not working for me. And she was like, no, it has to stay here. Cause if you move it, it's going to fall apart. And I was like, well, I don't feel comfortable. And she was like, it, it just escalated from there. <laughs> and I was calm, cool and collect friend. My friend is over here getting agitated. How, 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 oh, go ahead, go ahead. Cause we're so, gonna get... 
she was like, well, I think you should find somewhere comfortable to live. And I was like, I'm just trying to figure out what to do with this. Like, this doesn't make sense to be, you know? Um, and then she was like, you know what? I think you should take your shack back. <laughs> what? She acted like this thing was the covenant of the Lord. Like, what is wrong See, with her? I told my cousin this story. She said, what is in that wardrobe? Ma'am, help me, ma'am. I, I want to know, right? Is it her prayer closet? Is, it's Listen, got some ashes my in? friend is like, my friend, you know when you know your friend? My friend has these mannerisms, and I know she's about to go off. <laughs> and she's like, this is weird. And I just went like this. I tapped her hand. <laughs> she said when I tapped on here she snapped out of it <laughs> I knew she was about to go in like we don't need to make this anymore you know so I took my check that man handed me back that envelope with the money in it and he looked so sad and then depressed to hand that money back to me over a wardrobe and we left gave Billy back her keys and we left um and we were, I was like, okay, thank you. Have a nice day. And then she goes, you know, the next time you go to look for a place, you should take your friend. And my friend was like, no, 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 no. Don't give us no advice. We don't need your advice. <laughs> because that's weird. Like, you shouldn't, you can't tell somebody how to use the space they're renting from you. You cannot. Right? But I was, I was, I was disappointed. I was so disappointed. There's a point to this story, y'all. I was so they disappointed. Because if I had gotten my keys that day, I could have gotten moved in that week. And I still would have had a whole week to settle in Yeah. Um, before work starting. And, um, but at the same time, I was so grateful that she behaved that way then. Because I was like, if this is how she's behaving now over something like this, Right. I would have issues living there. Absolutely. And, you know, the realtor was baffled. He called me a little while later. He was like, I'm speechless. I don't even know what to say. Let me show you this other place. <laughs> because he's like, and a lot of realtors tell me that. And they're like, you're a really good tenant. Like, you have the credit score. You have the salary. You're, you're not, you know, you're a quiet person. You don't have no patch. You don't smoke. Like, you know, and so... I was just like really grateful, but I was just like, God, like, what am I going to do? Yeah. Like, I just, my whole, I, my whole plans was just shot. And yeah. I was like, you know what? I'm going to go to church. You better, I'm you go. better go. You, call, I'm going to go to the house of the Lord <laughs> and just be in the house of the Lord. And Jesus is going to have to work it out. And so. When I tell you I've never gone to church looking like that, I mean, I'm cute regardless, <laughs> but. You didn't go to the church, like, look at all, like, have one of Tyler Perry movie-esque expressions. Oh, did you? No. I had on, no, so no. Bad. So Kevin Stage was selling some merch recently, and I <laughs> bought a sweatshirt that said main character energy. Okay, okay. And I had on some jeans and some Ugg-like boots. They're not Uggs. They're uh -huh. ugly-like, right? Ugly-like. Ugly-like. Uh, so, like, that's not how I dress to go to church, but I was just like, I just need to go. Right. Also, we decided that the lady might not have liked my sweatshirt. That's why she was like, oh, no. <laughs> I also was wearing some red lipstick that day, so she also might have been like, oh, hell no. 
to this girl. Like I told, I told, <laughs> you know, the, the Caribbean people have this thing they say where like yes, that their spirit just didn't take you. Uh huh. Like you rubbed them the wrong way, and I said something about me. She just did it. Um, but a couple of days after that, the realtor, I was talking to him, and he was like, <laughs> "It's not just you." Somebody else went to look at the place and was like, they don't want the furniture and she's not budging on it. And he was like, I'm not going to show that place anymore because it's a waste of my time. <laughs> right. Oh. Um, but I went I went to church in person yeah, yeah. Um, and I I saw folks that I hadn't seen in a while. So that's always nice. Yeah. yeah. Um, it, you know, the thing with COVID is that I feel like I'm talking a lot, but... <laughs> When you go into a space that you usually go into and you haven't seen people, you're like, oh my gosh, you're still here. Thank God. Like, like I still, I still yeah. experience that. Yeah, of course. So I'm in the middle of like worship and I'm hot. So I got a fan. I got a, I'm just, and so Monique walks in. <laughs> now I'm trying to huge. And I'm sitting up in the balcony and Monique walks in and I kind of wave at her. And she sees me. She's like, she's like, she just like starts making all bullshit. <laughs> and then I'm doing it too. Oh, <laughs> uh, so it was nice. It was funny. They had a greeting period, and this older gentleman came down to say hello to me. And uh-huh. I hadn't seen him in a while. And he was like, I saw you when Monique came in. <laughs> we clearly made like a little scene in the like church. the Hulk with that color purple. And let me tell you, I'm gonna say this, and then I'm gonna stop with this story. Um. It was nice to be there and singing along. Yeah. And, and I, so I recognize that I probably, I'm not going to be there every week, yeah. but I think I'm going to make an effort to be there a little bit more because I haven't been released from that, from that place. Right. Uh-huh. Um, and I don't believe in just like, Oh, I'm, I'm out. Just bail like, it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't believe in that. I think, you know, Jesus ain't going like that. So, um, <laughs> so I'm, you know, I'm gonna try to go more often. But it was this dude sitting behind me. He was singing so loud. I'm sorry. It was like he was scream singing. <laughs> and I was like, you know the people. I'm like, are you trying out to be in the choir, the singer? <laughs> like, they can't hear you. He and said, if y'all they go could, get these today. you wouldn't make it. <laughs> He's a member in the Lord. But that's my, oh my gosh. That's so, that was a long story. <laughs> That's not story of how I ended up at church. Well, listen, friend. Number one, <laughs> glad you had a good experience. Uh, but I mean, look, the takeaway for all of us is just that you know, you, it, there is something about seeing people you care about, even 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 sometimes under tough circumstances or things that might just seem a little bit awkward. Um, it's just something good about seeing people that that you care about. So, I love how you're just being honest with yourself you're giving yourself space to you know explore something that you care about but with caution right and sometimes when it comes to faith i don't know why but spiritual leaders or just religious themselves can make us feel bad for just trying to be aware of how we feel and how spaces make us feel so kudos to you for finding that uh, kudos to uh, Monique, who's crazy in the best of ways. Uh, <laughs> She's like, I've been refreshing. She said, I've been refreshing. I said, it's it's my fault. We haven't recorded. <laughs> we haven't recorded. So my bad, Monique. But we back. We, we back. We back. We back. Uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, glad y'all had that experience. You know, and and 
I mean, since we had this very good story about church, y'all know that we like we talk about some mess that be going on in the church too on this uh, here podcast. This is okay. Yes, this lady on TikTok. She has this series called the BSBCM TikTok, and it's usually some messiness she's showing. Uh-huh. But I feel like we're like the messiness that happens in church is what this segment is. It's yeah. Yeah, you know. I mean, first of all, you've been sending me all kinds of crazy stuff on TikTok. <laughs> I love TikTok, y'all. I absolutely love TikTok. I pray for me. It's an addiction. I'm not even gonna lie. It is. Um, <laughs> who you you want to go with the fighting pastor or the cussing pastor? Like, who you want to talk about right now? Um, well, I thought it was well. Actually, I think both of those are one and the same, but. <laughs> no, I'm talking about old boy from Brooklyn. I mean, they both from Brooklyn. I don't know, y'all. These Brooklyn people are a little bit problematic. Yeah, yeah. Oh, wait a minute. You know what? I just caught on to what you said. You know yeah. what? Let's start with who people know. Y'all, uh, what's B- Bishop Lahit, L- B- <laughs> Whitehead, Freudian slip, legit. <laughs> y'all, so... I, I don't know what parts you see, but I, I saw Bishop, some people I've heard him called Lymore. I've heard him called Bishop Whitehead, Bishop Whitelide, Bishop Fake. I've heard different names. I'm not attesting to any of these names. I'm just saying that's what I heard. That's what you've heard. But I saw this person on, what's it, is this still even called a Breakfast Club anymore? No, Angela, yeah, it, it, there is a Breakfast Club, but Angela he has her own show as well now. Thank you. So I think I saw it's clip. way up with you. But even before that, before that, he said he wanted to fight somebody and he would he wanted somebody put up money thing to fight. Yeah, he was trying to cost. Oh, no, he was when he when he trying to, I thought he was trying to fight Larry Reed. He was trying to fight Larry Reed, but then I think he was trying to fight somebody else after that. Some celebrity he was trying to fight after that. He wanted to do like celebrity boxing or something. I t- maybe there was something like that. no, it was D.L. Hughley. Remember he got into yes, yes with D.L. Hughley. <laughs> no, well, and th- then that's, that's not a fight anybody wants to see. And then, you know, there was then 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 I saw the thing that she sent me with him on Angela Yee's show. Yeah, so and basically he came on there trying to ju- I say justify talking about some of the confusion around his church, the missing money and stuff was a disgruntled member because he would not uh, kind of give her son a place in the ministry. And I'm just like- But how is it a disgruntled member when you said she was never a member? That's the thing. It's like, to me, when people are picking up on semantics, it's like, nah, it's true. There's there's some truth in here (laughs) that you're trying to like spin our heads around, right? (laughs) So like, you're like, first of all, it was, he was like, it was not a member. So you did take this lady's money. <laughs> Whether she was a member or not, that's not that's not the relevant part of the story. It's according to the church bylaws, she's not a member. But by the spirit, she was a member of the overall body of Christ. See? You know, can we talk about that? Go, shoot. Can, can we talk about how pastors pick and choose what counts as membership? I thought I thought it was your tithing. I 
No. You know what? It's so oh, I can't do this. Yes. Okay. It's it's some craziness that I'm privy to that I'm just I'm not gonna I'm not I'm not gonna Larry read this situation. Yeah. I'm not gonna be the Larry Reed of Brooklyn. Oh. But um You gotta pay to play. That part, right? So that even if it's not if if you do see somebody's making like regular contributions to the church or some businessman comes in mm-hmm. and they get to bypass all of the requirements for membership and they get they're considered a member i mean you i've don't have... seen that in, i've seen that in churches of varying sizes of course somebody you... comes in with a little cheddar yeah. and they're in you go right to the you go right to the big kids lounge like you do, there's no new members orientation there's no Sunday school attendance. All of a sudden, you lead in, you lead in a ministry and you ain't even saying. Okay. <laughs> well, well, technically, it's not a ministry. It's a small group. And we're going to... Oh, new members Bob and Sheila is going to host our new members small group. That's it, yeah. <laughs> I, I, or if somebody's a celebrity, all of a sudden, they're a member of a church. That's... That's always that's always been a little weird to me. 100, but 100%. yeah, go ahead. But there's he a kind said, of stuff we you get people out there, you know, starting these churches, doing different things, and this is what they do. Like they prioritize money over people. I'm not saying that's what Lamar Whitehead is doing. One might arrive at that conclusion at looking at the the the, the details of the story. Okay. Or now, looking at his closet. Well, look, you know what? And on that note. We're going to get out of his prayer closet that's full of Gucci, Louis, and Baton. And, and what about, have you seen the, 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 un, the I don't know, the untraditional first lady? That's what I'm going to call her. I, I, <laughs> y'all, the unconditional or un, untraditional. Is that what she's going by? I, or is that what you're calling her? That's what that's that's my definition, my description of her. Uh, I don't even know. I don't know. She's a hood rat. I'm sorry. She's yeah. a hood rat. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. See, I. She was up there like, look, I'm from Brooklyn. I'm a cuss y'all, and yeah. I'm a cuss 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 because I'm from Brooklyn. <laughs> And that's my husband, and I'm watching you. I got my eyes on you. I didn't get to finish that video that you showed me. You sent me the last word. What? Whoops, Warren. Was somebody looking at her husband? I confused. Listen, she said, "Point to the to the screen." That's Jamela's husband. Point to the camera. I don't know. So apparently, if y'all aren't familiar with it, um, Jamela here is really upset <laughs> because uh, because you see a a young lady who describes herself as a prophetess um, said that she had a word again for Jamela's husband. And let's just say uh, Jamela wasn't feeling this. And Jamela, on their live broadcast, uh, just went off and let this sister know that on site, she was going to whoop her 
donkey, but and she did not say donkey. She didn't say donkey. She said or, you know. Wait. So was the word <laughs> like was the word about the young lady being with the husband, or so, she just had a word? I don't. I don't know the details of what the word was. She didn't even give her a chance. I'm not even sure. It seems like whatever it was, it was either inappropriate how she was trying to share the word with him or she compromising him by telling him the word or I don't know if the word itself was scathing. Uh, I'm not sure. I didn't see anything on that. But she had to let the world know and this prophetess, I forgot her name, I think it was Natasha or something, maybe Natasha or something. But this lady liked to fight people. That's what she said. She says she's Brooklyn. She's anointed, but she's from Brooklyn. I mean, and I understand that energy. I do. Because <laughs> I, you know, <laughs> I get where it. Was, where was this energy at, Dr. Keisha, when that woman told you that that armoire, that wardrobe was not coming out? But this is not you your know, friend. This ain't the friend you was talking about. It wasn't Jamila. But it's like, <laughs> you know, it be Jesus and it be Brooklyn, right? <laughs> okay. And if I really want to be like Trinidadia, then I, it could be a whole other thing, right? So, and I'm really like, I, I don't, I'm not always good with this. Sometimes Brooklyn wins out. Uh-huh. But I try really hard for Jesus to win. Right? I I really do try to be kind to people and courteous, regardless of how they're behaving. So I I understand Jamila's struggle of Jesus in Brooklyn, but I'm also not a first lady or a pastor. Okay. <laughs> so... Okay. Well, this is places and spaces. Yes. Places and spaces. Listen, I'm not, I'm not against defending your marriage. Right. I'm I'm not I'm not against I'm holding someone accountable and responsible for 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 that right. action at all. Right. But come on, people. Places and spaces do matter. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um. I as a, like I as someone that's looked at as a as a pastor, even though I I don't excuse me, I'm not officially in that capacity, excuse me, right now. As much as I want to pretend it doesn't exist or whatever, I realize that people place me in a different category. Particularly, they do it in settings, right? So there's, and from my perspective, there is amount of decorum, decorum for the respect of the office that I will try to handle myself with in those spaces, in, in those places, right? Now, as much as I want to turn the other cheek, there's cases where I'm pretty sure I would, but there's other cases. Don't do that because I don't know which version of Kyra you're going to get. But what I found appalling about this, and again, it's my own experience of it. It seems like what she's doing here just seems so performed. Very. It wasn't even like something happens and you just popped off in the moment and boom, responded. No. And you put it into your sermon? Like, what are you like, even preaching about? I mean, you're like whooping about this and I'm gone. Whoop. Huh. I'm like, you sure you sent me that video with the the, the young man that was addressing her behavior, right? Oh, she wanted to fight that. the musician. 
Oh, that was it wasn't her, I don't think. It was but her. Was, but it was her? Yeah. I didn't know that. I didn't know yeah. that. There was one woman was like, Yeah, you're gonna respect my authority or respect my apostleship or something. No, no, no. Was it you that sent me that? Or did that just um come up on my on my feed? You know the feeds be listening to you us. You know the yeah. I mean, I may have slugging it now, like yeah. Yeah, you sent it to me, Pastor Ray Curry Jr. What? So he's addressing, it was right before that Eddie Murphy thing I sent you. Oh, okay. And he had, I, I like I like what he said. Mm, what is uh, What he said, these pastors, and you know, it's been a, there's been a, um, there's been a pattern of pastors and apostles and bishops just saying really nasty things to people mm-hmm. in the midst of the, and he he's like, y'all are gonna cheer for it because they amp you up. They have <laughs> they get you into a space where they amp you up. You're emotional. You're emoting, mm-hmm. and then they insult you or uh-huh. they cuss at you. So now you have to continue with that, and that's why they get away with it. Interesting. I like the way he sort of broke that down and, and even the way he said, you know, she had reached out to him and he was like, but, you know, we're not trying to reach the same people. <laughs> I love that, though. You know what? We're not trying to meet the same pe- reach the same people, so we don't gotta, you know, and I just, I don't know. I think bad behavior, it's not that people can't be human. Mm-hmm. And and have their moments, but to your point, like this just seems so premeditated. It wasn't something that happened that you're responding to in the moment. You're preaching and you're talking about like uh-huh. hurting someone, and and saying it in such a um a vulgar way. Uh-huh. Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh, Fred! What happened in the same vein? Because we were gone. Oh, I can't think of her. I can't think of her name. But the young lady that came on, um, she, she she really let like Beyonce have it. Oh, oh you remember? Yeah, I don't know how we figured. I didn't jot that down. When she said, um, "If people people are buying Beyonce tickets, it's devil, it's idol worship, or witchcraft, rich witchcraft, or something, yeah. something like that." She yeah. said. She said because once once a witch has so many different people, then it becomes a hive. Like she had, she and then Twitter got in her behind and found all her Beyonce tweets. Friend, and doesn't she have like some books on Amazon and just? Uh. It was it was interesting, but what what made me think about her when I watched that video? Me and my wife talked about this. It's like when she started to talk about Beyonce, when she started to talk about these people that she seemed to elevate herself over. There was such a look of disgust and a tone of just inhumanity that was coming out of her. This is just like, even, even if you were like, it just, where do people, where, where have we gone in our faith that we think at any point it is okay for us to just devalue other humans? And be hateful. And this, it's y'all, if you go back and watch that clip, just watch her the disdain and just the hatefulness 
It's like yeah. it just sits on her, literally like a spirit. And then she yeah. just says that. I'm like, that is so, it's just so hateful. And why? I don't know. I think, I think I've, I'd seen Jackie Hill Perry address something. And I didn't watch the whole video. And she, uh-huh. she, but I think she was addressing it as it applied to her. Uh-huh. How she was being, um, what's the word? Oh, what's the word? Convicted. The Holy Spirit convicted. She's being convicted about her, the level of devotion that she had uh-huh. to her. I think it was Beyonce. I think right? she, yeah, I think so. And I think, you know, the Bible says everybody has to work out their own salvation. And I think that that's the issue with, it's just something they teach y'all in um, the preaching school. <laughs> um, Sometimes God gives you a word for you yep. and for your life and how you're conducting yourself. Does that then translate into something that's for the people? So I'm, I love that you pose this question. I think it's one of the biggest challenges of faith today, right? And and I'll, I'll make this quick connection. That's a, It's part of the same challenge we have with the books of the Bible, particularly the epistles like some from Paul. All of Paul's writings are not universal. They were for a specific people at a specific time. If we believe, for, from my perspective, if we believe that God is a living interacting, engaging presence, then it is both possible for God to speak to individuals and to the collective, right? And so I think that that is something we have to be really, really careful with about coming out and saying, well, God wants us versus God wants me. Right. Uh, And 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 for me, I always lay, lay it in the context of if I'm talking to a group of people, whatever God, I feel like God gave me, my interpretation is then to turn around and preach that to the masses in the most loving way that I possibly can and 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 in ways that convict unlovingness. Even. And because that gives it the breath to land with those people the way it's supposed to land. Because my struggle is not your struggle. Yeah. It's, it's, it's just not. So if we think things are created equal like that, I, I think that there's a I think that there is a problem. Um so yeah, you we Analyze what, in my opinion, is analyze what God tells you from an individual standpoint in the beginning. Settle it. Understand what that means to you. And then begin to ask yourself the questions, and what does that mean for the greater society? How does that look? How does this show up? So, yeah. Um, Crazy. Crazy, crazy, crazy. Stop being hateful, Christians. If you out there, you know people, get this to them and just tell them, just stop, stop. You want to be out here looking like you know, the untraditional pastor's wife. You don't want to be out here looking like whitehead, okay? You don't want to be out here looking like prophetess or prophet so-and-so. I can name a whole list of them, but I'm not going to call their name. Oh, you were saying that you were getting some prophecies on your timeline? I I don't know if anybody else is getting TikTok prophecies or social media prophets and prophecies, prophelires, whatever, prophets, because here's the problem. Y'all know, if you don't know, Silicon Valley Bank recently folded, another bank folded, and people out here saying it's the, it's Revelations, 
It's end times. Next thing you need is going to be Mark of the Beast. Mind you, these were the same people that told you that COVID vaccines was going to be Mark of the Beast, that 5G was going to be Mark of the Beast, that Y2K was going to be Mark of the Beast. I can go on, but you get the point. They're out here saying things like, you know what? Pull all your money out of the bank. Keep it in your house. Pull all your money out of the bank. Go buy silver and gold. Okay? This is not a Kirk Franklin song. I don't want... <laughs> Silver. I have a question. Where does one buy silver and gold? He should bless. Thank you. Where did he sell it that at? <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I don't, I do not know. And here's the problem, people. This is not financial advice. I'm not a financial guru. I'm a very rational thinker, though. Here's the problem. Where are you going to, where are you going to buy this silver and gold? Where are you going to store it? And who are you going to? to trade it with and how are you going to melt it down and break it off into pieces and weigh it out a lot of y'all don't know metric or imperial systems i'm not trying to hate i'm just saying a lot of us don't know that okay right and, and for the people who are just getting the revelation that oh my gosh money is made up it baby has been that way it's been that way <laughs> the gold and stuff that back the money there ain't enough of it okay it it works because it's a it's a system that we've bought into like some of our denominations and it and and just that's just the way it works. Okay. So be careful when these prophets tell you to pull all your money out and then go buy silver and gold because a lot of them own stocks in these different. Uh oh, they own stocks and are tied to companies that benefit off you doing that. For all of you Fox News watchers, you watch a lot of those gold and silver commercials, those people are scamming you. Okay. Public service announcement over. So you mentioned denominations. Yes. So it became known recently that Saddleback Church was a part of a denomination we didn't know. And if you don't know, Saddleback Church is the church that was uh, ran by Rick Warren, Purpose Driven yep. Life. And let me tell you, Purpose Driven Life, listen, I recommend it to everybody yeah. if you've never, like, <laughs> let me Y'all, tell she's you. Clutching. She's clutching the neck. Purpose Driven Life came through for me at a very pivotal time in my life. I, now, I would say this. I, I, I've tried to go back and read it since. Apparently, I've passed that moment in time and it knows. Okay, friend. Have but you for no- that moment. Have you noticed ahead. that with Christian books, though? It's some books I can go back to that at the time, them books did it. And then you go they back hit. and be like. Mm. Yes, yes, yes. It, you know, for that time in my life, I needed to figure out some things and it really was the thing for me. Um, and then I, I hit another point in my life where, you know, it's ongoing. You keep hitting these points in life where you got to figure things out. Mm-hmm. And I tried to go back and read and I was like, I know that this thing, this is not revelatory. Uh, <laughs> can I tell you mine? What, which one did you go <laughs> Joel Osteen, your best life now. That book got me t- <laughs> <laughs> that while we out here uh, recommending books um, for the Blackest Tape Book Club, um, T.D. Jakes, the woman, the lady, her lover, and Lord, uh, also has an accompanying um, CD. Well, no, it's other than that, but he had this CD out, Sacred Love Song. <laughs> no. It was a song on this satin sheet slide. Let me stop. Why are we going down this road? Let me come back. Let me bring it back. Um, 
So that's Saddleback Church. And apparently they got kicked out of, what is it, the Southern Baptist Convention? That is right. And the Southern Baptist Convention, it seemingly is a very problematic (laughs) (laughs) organization. I don't know, whatever it is. Uh, But we didn't know that they were a part of that. We didn't know. (laughs) But why'd they get kicked out, Fred? Okay, listen, so, yeah, the SBC is very interesting. Let's just say that they have some more fundamentalist thoughts as it relates to women in ministry, among other things. Uh, this is the same denomination that had a big kerfuffle a couple of years ago around CRT. They're still trying to figure some of that out. Um, and there was a number of black churches that were leaving the SBC and, and prominent black SBC pastors that were challenging uh, the denomination. But anyway... Uh, but Rick Warren's church, if I remember correctly, or excuse me, Saddleback Church, um, they installed some women in ministry. I don't know that. I don't think there was a. Uh, now he um, stepped down. Now Rick Warren, I think recently he stepped down as the senior pastor. Uh-huh. Um, and I, I, I like that he stepped down because I didn't hear anything bad had happened or anything like that. But I think he realized. It, it's time. It, it was, yeah, yeah. Later. And I think that I I, I commend him for that. Uh-huh. I, I, I really do. Now, I, I don't know the man. I don't know if he's problematic, but I commend him for that, that he was like, it's time. Let me step down. Um, I wish more people would do that. Yeah. So but, they, they have a, um, they have a woman, uh, 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 who is, uh, she's a female teaching pastor. And that is a problem for them. Yeah. yeah. That's it. Yeah. I don't even think, I'm it, trying to look. She's not the senior pastor either. She's just a teaching pastor. I say just, I shouldn't say just, but you know, she's not the but face you know, of the church. Um, people like Beth Moore left. Yeah, Beth is. And and she, but I don't think she ever was a pastor. I think she was a prominent teacher, and so they're comfortable with women being in ministry and being in certain roles, but not necessarily in leadership. And I think that's problematic. So, yeah, you know. Uh, beyond that, um, also, a uh, John MacArthur. I think he's up around Dallas or something like that. Big old SBC. But he came out recently in his sermon and just really in his sermon tried to lay it, lay out the argument as to why women, you know, should not be involved in ministry like that. Uh, and it is, it is so interesting to me, let me say that, yeah. to see uh, this, such a stark return and articulation, a stark articulation and return to fundamentalist uh, Christian values um, that is happening among, quote-unquote, the evangelicals. Um, so you're saying fundamentalist Christian values, and all I'm thinking is racist and sexist. Yeah. Okay, all right. <laughs> I mean... Carry on. That's it. So, the, you know, people out here spouting this stuff and talking this, and again... And, and there's folks that are going, well, he's just saying what's in the Bible. No, no, no. He's given you one interpretation uh-huh. of what's in the Bible. And I, I and, and that's the part that really gets me with people, you know, and if you don't like this, you can write me, tweet me, whatever, and I'm glad to go deeper about don't it. Don't at me. 
<laughs> but here's the thing, y'all. Every reading, every sermon, it, it's an interpretation of an interpretation of the scripture. Okay. And I'm not saying that to belittle the Bible. I'm just trying to give people some perspective here. Okay. Whenever we write, whenever we do something, we do it through lenses. Okay. It is impossible for me to write something and not be influenced by my experience as a middle-aged black male in 2023. It, I, I, it just is going to be there. Right. So whenever, when the Bible was written, I'm sorry, it's written by humans that happened. You can, we can say it was written under divine courage and all that great stuff, but there are some human elements in it. Okay. And we tend to do that. And so we interpret, interpret the Bible through our lenses. Also keep in mind when we talked about earlier, um, whether it's, whether something was meant to be universal or if it was for a specific person or time. Right. Writers of the, the, the people were struggling with that same thing at that time. So anywho, when people come out and start telling you that they have the one true interpretation of the Bible, ask some questions, be thoughtful, think about it critically and analytically and work out your own salvation with fear and trouble. I'll stop it there. Cause I could, I mean, I, I think that was the word, right? Maybe it was. I hope y'all got that. <laughs> Just don't let them stop letting these prophet liars untraditional folk get you all pumped up on an emotional run feed you some mess amen stay woke y'all uh i think that's i think that's it for today we are back um we are bringing you all the things so please submit your questions and your comments send us whatever stories or things you want us to cover um the doors of the church are open if you're not already following us on instagram be sure to do that make sure you like and share the podcast with other people um follow us at uh, on instagram at black you can follow me at dr keisha that's vr underscore k-i-s-h-a and you can follow me at Kai Green Speaks. That's at KY Green Light the Color Speaks. All right, y'all. Bye.